episode two, let's talk about poop. Party's here. Welcome to Like Honestly. Here we are. We're talking about poop today. I'm Mariah. And I'm Erica. <laughs> if you did not pick up on... We're talking about poop. <laughs> this is episode two. We're talking about the number two. I'm fine with that. <sighs> you know, guys, we promised to keep it honest and real here. Uh, and we were, we were actually talking about like some other podcasts that are, you know, very similar. I mean, there's a lot of podcasts and there's a lot of podcasts with friends and they, you know, talk about stuff, but like, we really don't like when some of the other podcasts, like they pretend like women don't poop. I, I personally have a big issue with poop anxiety and I feel like it's brought on by these bitches who pretend like they don't fart or poop. So we're breaking the stigma. And maybe I'll be able to fart (laughs) without (laughs) wanting to shame myself forever. So today we're talking about poop. I mean, honestly, like sex, poop, it's the two best things to talk about. Like I'll talk about it all day. I just won't poop at your house. And I I was going to say, so this, this whole thing is a frequent conversation with us because I, we're kind of in the same camp, but, like, kind of not. So, like, Raya is, like, very hard and fast rules. Like, she will not poop in public. And I'm, like, you know, it's not preferred. It is absolutely not preferred. But sometimes you don't have a choice. <laughs> and I can't, like, you can't go a whole day just holding it in. That is an, that is an accident waiting to happen. <laughs> Literally. And it's, like, probably not good for my insides either. I've honestly, I think, like, medically messed myself up a little bit from this poop anxiety. So I'm learning. But, like, the ways that I'm learning and the things that you're about to learn about me have um, really kind of (laughs) put me a step back as far as my anxiety levels. Uh, I don't remember if I've ever told you this, but you saying the thing about it may have messed you up medically. So I can't remember if I ever told you this one of my friends in in high school uh she like was in in the hospital because like she was having issues like she she was in such bad pain that she thought she had like a ruptured spleen or like some kind of like organ exploded in her body and it was just because she hadn't farted like she refused to fart like refused she was like even in even in private she was like no i don't fart (laughs) And it, like, had a buildup of gas, and she had to be in the hospital. These are the girls that ruin it, and then it ends up being, like, a little bit worse for all of us. But, like, this is the problem that we have with these girls that think that they poop flower petals, and, like, it just doesn't happen. And, yeah, but I would say that, like, you and I probably do talk about poop with each other a little bit more than usual. Like, we'll send, for our listeners, we'll send each other, like, TMI poop warning. <laughs> and, like, usually, like, one of us is on the toilet while we're texting each other. <laughs> or, like, something bad just happened and we need to tell somebody because it was so bad that we just need to laugh about it. Okay, oh, so but- you've had you've had more of those recently of like you've been at work or you were somewhere where it just has become an emergency so like okay you before you had a hard and fast line where it was like no never ever no what's your never role in now public, like no I just worked got my shit done didn't shit like no and I okay so like step back I also used to work in home care so my options for pooping at work were to use 
a family's bathroom in their home or to like go to a gas station in the middle of like, you know, a, a downtown city where like, I don't want to be going to a gas station to poop. Like you got to get the key and then you got to return the key. And if you're gone for more than two minutes, they know that you pooped. So, Oh, and you know, the States, the state of public bathrooms. Yeah, no, no, I just, I can't, I like, I have an issue even peeing in public bathrooms, but that's more of like a germ issue. My poop issue is, has nothing to do with the germ issue. It has to do with like a weird anxiety pooping of, of just people knowing. Uh, I don't even know if it's like people knowing. Cause like I could tell you, like, I really have to poop. But then you're like, okay, my bathroom's right there. Like, no, <laughs> and, like, all these things go through my head. Like, and it's not even like a clog your toilet thing. It's like, oh my God, what if I have to flush three times because I left a skid marker? Like, what if you hear a plop and like, you knew that was my turn. And then like, do I address it and be like, ha, oops, that was my poo. Or do I just pretend like we both knew that I was pooping and like sounds happen when you poop? I don't know. It's like farting. Like if somebody else farts, personally, I think it's pretty funny. Like, I think it's actually hilarious. I mean, don't fart on me or like, you know, downwind, like definitely fart downwind of me. Don't fart like where it's going to like come into my nostrils. But if I have to fart, like, I don't know how to react after. Like, do I just do it and then carry on with my life or? I don't know. I will never fart in, in the presence of another person. Hold on. Hold on. I, <laughs> I beg to differ. Not purposely. I don't even remember anything you're about to say, but I can <laughs> you handled it. I think about the way that you handled your fart in front of me when we were like 16. I think about it and I admire it and I look up to it and I just wish that I could be an Erica farter. What happened? It was like a cute fart. Like it wasn't not that, you know, farts are cute, but it was like a nice girly, like I, she may or may not poop flower petals. I don't know. me. <laughs> But you were, I was sitting on your floor because you, I used to wake up earlier than you in the summer and I was like sitting on your bedroom floor and you like, (laughs) you got up to go to the bathroom and like when you stood up, you just like, like a little too, and it wasn't even like a big fart and you just went, oops. And then you kept walking to the bathroom. Do you remember that? No, like literally no trace of that memory. Probably because I blocked it out. making it up because I swear to God, I think about it all the time. Like. I wish that I could just oops and carry on, but like it's super funny because that I'm like this because it's not like it was not normal in my family. Like my stepdad <laughs> and my sister will just like rip farts and they think it's so fucking funny. And I'm just it like, is. what? <laughs> and like my mom, I think is more she will do it on purpose, but like is more comfortable with it. And I'm just like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Like my dad, I remember growing up used to like fart on command or like pull my <laughs> finger all the time and like just loud farts. And like we didn't growing up, I didn't have a fan in the bathroom. And my <laughs> my bathroom was like or my bedroom was just shared like a closet kind of with the bathroom. So and it was like an old, super old house with like mm-hmm. little insulation. So like in the morning I would hear like missiles going off every morning. <laughs> like Sorry, dad. I should also probably apologize. Dad, I owe you like a really nice present or something. Maybe it's because I was like, is that what poop sounds like? Like, is that what my poop sounds like when I would hear that? Maybe that's, 
I don't know. There's, there's the root of my daddy issues <laughs> is the missiles every morning. <laughs> if that's all you have. I think you're doing pretty well. Oh yeah. Well, we'll get into that. <laughs> that's debatable. So basically from an early time, my life has revolved around poop. So whether it's me having a TMI poop story for Erica or um, I work in healthcare, so I work with um, special needs children right now um, who are not potty trained. So there's a lot of poop accidents. I've also worked in hospitals um, with very sick people that are often pooping and I'm a therapist. So part of our job is like mobility in and out of the bathroom and if it's a patient that can sit on the toilet by themselves but can't walk to or from the toilet by themselves I'm often the one responsible to assist with poop which is all the more reason that I should be comfortable with it like I've I literally have wiped butts for a living um I mean there's way more to my job than that we can get into that at another point because I hate when people assume that I'm just a butt wiper however (laughs) like I should be comfortable with that I've seen, smelled, heard, felt, not tasted. That's the only thing. Um, all kinds of, (laughs) (laughs) all kinds of poop. Um, but I still have an issue with it. So recently, as Erica mentioned, I, I feel like I've had more of like these TMI poop stories, but, um, I've also recently inserted or I've recently started incorporating more protein into my diet, which if anybody who like is familiar with like protein and even protein supplements or foods with super high protein all at once, um, you get like super gassy and uh, all kinds of like just different smelling and different urgencies and frequencies. It's a great time, really. (laughs) It's a great time to make yourself better. You're just going to shit yourself. (laughs) Um, so yeah, so like I, I was fairly new at my job and, um, I thought that I was the only one there. So, because it was like after we closed and I was often there like after close to just finish stuff up. But anyways, the building is a little bit creepy, I would say. And I, in a hurry to, leave but also to poof because it was an emergency so I like ran into the bathroom and it's old doors so I shut the door but it didn't quite latch and I was like whatever like my pants are already down and I like might explode (laughs) if I try to close that so it's fine sat down like I'm pretty sure I was probably texting Erica like TMI poop story. I just had to go so bad. Just almost didn't make it. This was like finishing up. It like didn't take too long, but the door closed. And I like (laughs) toilet paper in hand, ready to like finish up and just froze. Like, okay, were my instincts right that this building is creepy and the poop ghost just closed the door for me? Or did I not check well enough to make sure that everybody was gone and someone closed the door for me because they realized that Wait, I, was- I, I don't think I ever got, so did you ever get an answer to that? Was someone there? I guess yeah, somebody you- was there and we've never talked about it. Like we see each other and we've never talked about it. How do you know? Because the light was on and there were shoes by the door. Like we took our shoes off to and like before and after work, we just leave our shoes at the door. And yeah. So yeah, there was somebody there and they definitely closed the door. Okay. <laughs> 
so kind of them. But like, these are the roots of my poop anxiety. So like, this is why I can't poop at work because the second I have an emergency poop at work, I like everything just goes wrong. It's like all, all bets are off and like the poop gods are against me. Well, and then, so, okay, here, so I have a story. And I could say, at least your coworker and you have a silent agreement that you're never going to talk about this again. Because, so when I was at my previous job, <laughs> God, this is so embarrassing. Because, like, I'm still friends with people that I worked with there. Uh, <laughs> and they're listening. <laughs> you guys all get to find out it was Erica. It's fine. We're going to power through. So I was in a similar situation as you, like you're, you know, like now tracking your food, you're having to incorporate more protein, more fiber, like all these things. And I was, that's where I was at this point. Like I was just starting that. And so there was a day when I just, it was like, uh, the definition of an emergency, like could not wait, barely made it to the bathroom. And I was in there. I'm like still in there. It is very obvious what I was doing in there. And someone comes in and there's like, it's a small bathroom. There's only two stalls and they go and use the stall next to me. And I'm just like, okay, you know, when you're like in there and someone else comes in and you're just like, okay, I just have to wait. I'm going to wait until they leave because they cannot know that it's me. And, uh, but they wouldn't leave. Like we were both just like sitting there, like waiting it out. It's the fart to stand still. <laughs> well, they weren't pooping. It was just like, or maybe they were waiting on me. I don't, whatever. I'll, You're just we'll one of these bitches that wants to make it awkward on all of us. Well, no, I'll tell you what happened. So okay. I finally, I'm like, okay, I just got to make a fucking run for it. And uh, I, you know, like I, I like, whatever, flush, <clears throat> run out, wash my hands, and I fucking haul ass out of there and I'm like of course like making sure like no one sees me coming out of the bathroom <laughs> and then 15 minutes later I had a meeting and I go to this meeting and it's like there was like mostly women on my team and it turns out one of the one of the girls that was on my team was in the other stall and what had happened was she peed but there was no toilet paper in there and so she didn't want to ask she was like, and she was talking about it to what this other girl in the meeting, she's like, and I, you know, someone was in there and I don't know if she knew it was me and she was just trying to like not call me out, but call me out. Um, or she genuinely didn't know it was me. Like I, you know, there, a lot of the women there had dark hair. And so it like, could have been like, she just didn't, genuinely didn't see who it was, but she's like, I was in there and I had to text, uh, this other girl to come and, get toilet paper for me because I couldn't ask the person in the next stall because obviously like they were having some issues and (laughs) and I'm just sitting there like oh my god and then the other woman was like uh oh my god who was it who was it and she and uh and the, the woman asking looks at me looks me dead in the face and she goes was it you and I was just I was like (laughs) <laughs> I literally was just like, no. <laughs> and then, and the, like that, that poor soul. And then the woman, and the woman, because the girl telling the story was like, no, it was no one that was in this room. But I guess also the person that she texted to go get toilet paper for her, like went into the stall that I was in to like get the toilet paper to give to her. And that toilet, which like 
because I was in such a panic to like get out of there, I forgot that that toilet doesn't flush very well. Like you have to flush it twice sometimes. And so there was like stuff floating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, remnants. And so then they were like making fun of me for like not even taking care of it properly. And I was just like, oh my God, this is the worst. You're like, okay, so um, back to that agenda. I'm like, so we're here to work. I'm not thinking on that poor girl and her butthole. I was like, I was like, you guys are fucking assholes. So now you know that when people know that that happened, they're gossiping about it. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like I feel like the girl who shut my door. Like at some point, if I ever become a little bit more comfortable with like my poop, how do I say it? Comfortable with my sexuality, comfortable with my poopuality, like. <laughs> Maybe I'll I'll say like, hey, I really appreciate you. Like that was a girl gang thing to do, and you deserve it. But yeah, like I really appreciate you never confronting me about. That. I pre- yeah, I appreciate the silent treatment. I appreciate the mutual understanding, like the unwritten laws of girlhood. But also, like that's I feel like that's something I would do. Like that's totally how I would handle it if somebody poop was pooping the door open. I'd just be like. Mm close that for you but yeah, that is I would problem. also come home and be like lol guess what <laughs> I mean I think it depends if it was just like a regular poop like whatever but I mean, if it was like a gnarly one also um I don't know if I told you this that same poop the same destruction incident Mm-hmm. So, like, the owner of the building, who I'm in frequent contact with, called me later that day, and she was like, hey, like, were you upstairs earlier? And I was like, yeah, I, like, I just left not too long ago, and she's like, oh, she's like, man, I changed those garbages out because there must have been, like, a dirty diaper in the garbage <laughs> thing, and I was like, oh, she called me out, and, like, was she the one that shut the door? But I don't think that she was the one that shut the door. Cause she would have just called me out on my shit literally. Yeah. So she was like, I think there was like a dirty diaper. Maybe like we should just change the garbages a little bit more. I was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll get right on that. Mm-hmm, yeah. We can have dirty diapers in there, which it totally could have been a dirty diaper or like it totally could have been my destruction, which is a little bit of a benefit to me that I work with kids and or in hospitals because like, you can crop dust all day and like no <laughs> it's not like I'm sitting next to like in a cubicle next to one of these girls who flo- poops flower petals and like you could never get away with it like dude I my god my uh first job used to keep poopery in all of the stalls I'm like oh bless you people well, great I just ordered so my new house has four bathrooms in it which like what the fuck do I need with four bathrooms but anyways um two of them are half baths but I just ordered enough poopery off of Amazon and like bulk that like the Amazon packager was probably like this chick's got a problem but I just wanted to make sure that my guests always know that this is a safe poop zone because it's like Going into somebody's house, I mean, I don't do this because I obviously have issues around the situation, but, like, if I went into somebody's house and there was, like, no fan to, like, tune it out, no spray, and no poopery, like, I have to go home. I'm sorry to cut this early, but I'm leaving and probably never returning. Okay, so then that, okay, 
So you, when you start like dating someone, how long does it take you to get comfortable with that? So I definitely think it depends on like the person that you're with. So if it's a person that like, cause some guys are like this too, where some guys are like, ew, women don't fart. Like I need you to be beautiful and like perfect and you can't fart ever. You don't really like those guys still exist. I think so. (gasps) Or like if, if like a guy isn't comfortable to fart in front of me, like I will never be the first person to fart. No. Yeah. No, that's, I think that's just standard rule, right? Like, yeah. Even if they do, I don't know. Like I go back, I I maintained, I would never do it on purpose. Yeah. I would still never, I still don't think that I would ever do it on purpose. I mean, like maybe someday if you add like a few kids in and like, there's just a different level of like, well, you can blame it on the kids. Yeah. Like, man, (laughs) your, your humans really tore me apart. Oh, I was going to say, you could say they did it. (laughs) Oh, oh, okay. Or like, just blame it on like, you know, you did this to my body and all these changes and now you have to accept it. You can do that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still don't feel, I still feel like I would not know how to react if I, if I farted, uh, like even on accident and it was like loud or something, I would be like, I don't know if I, it would be like a weird, disgusting, cringy combo of like, hee oops. Oh my God. I'm so embarrassed. Don't ever look at me. I'm going in to close the door and don't come, don't come get me. So I, God, you've never watched Sex in the City either, have you? Stop. Okay. I, okay. You got to pick one. Friends or that? No, Friends. Sex in the City. Yeah. So Friends, they're both like a little problematic in their own ways, but I think Friends is more universal. Um, but anyway, there's a there's an episode of Sex in the City where Carrie farts in front of Big on accident for the first time, and she like they're in bed together, and he like laughs and he like does not care, but she like pulls the covers over her head, and he's like, I think it's worse under there, and she's like just he's dying laughing, and she's humiliated, and she like crawls to the bathroom, and then she like goes immediately goes home, and then doesn't hear from him for a couple of days, and she's like that's it. He's breaking up with me because I farted. Like I'm not perfect. I farted. And I feel like I, I like, I would never do it on purpose ever in front of anyone, despite your story, your alleged story. It wasn't, it wasn't on purpose though. It wasn't on purpose. Oops. And you were like half awake. It doesn't count. It's like, but the only other time I think, so like with Rob, I think it happened at one time sleeping, we were in bed or something and it, I think it happened, and I was like, does he know? Did he know? Because I think, is he asleep? Is he still, like, half awake? Did he hear it? Like, I was, like, (laughs) freaking out. And this is, I mean, a couple years ago, so it's, like, we're well into our relationship at this point. I just, like, I, like, and I think I'm like you, where if other people do it, it doesn't bother me. But, like, I'm not going to. (laughs) Maybe we should just, like, the next time we see each other, we should just, like, one, two, three, fart, and we both know that we have the same <laughs> And maybe, like, just the, the barrier, like, breaking the silence. <laughs> breaking, breaking the barrier. <laughs> breaking the fart silence. Um, so I do think that there's a level, though, there's, like, different farts. So there's, like, stomach bug. Like, from a medical professional standpoint, if I'm if I have like food poisoning or like a legitimate stomach bug, I could probably poop at your house and like 
that takes away the embarrassment because there's like an excuse for it. It's not like, oh, she couldn't control her bowels <laughs> for long enough to hang out. <laughs> there's like an excuse that like, damn, we probably shouldn't have ordered Mexican four days in a row. So that's different. And also I think the sleep thing's different where I've been in that scenario before where like, you're like about to fall asleep and you might like to a little bit and it kind of wakes you up and you're like, was that me? Okay. Pretend to be asleep. <laughs> Cause like if you do it when you're asleep, it doesn't count. does not count. Mm-hmm. You never went, you never pooped at my house. Like in all those summers that I would be home, like all the time we spent together, you never pooped at my dad's house. Not unless I was pretending to take a shower. I might've <laughs> I very well might have pretended to take a shower, but that's not weird at your house because I did used to shower at your house. I feel like uh, I do want to pause here for a second just to give some context to to listeners. So Mariah and I both grew up together in upstate New York. Um, and then in seventh grade, I moved to Texas. Uh, Mariah, uh, you know, stayed in New York for a while longer, uh, went to college, around there, uh, worked there for many years, and then just recently moved to Alaska. Um, my, I moved to Texas with my mom and my stepdad, and my dad still lives in New York. And Mariah's dad and my dad live quite literally like three houses down from each other. So uh, during this, I, part of my parents' like custody agreement was that even though I live full-time with my mom in Texas, I spent all of Christmas break and uh, summer vacation at my dad's house. And really that meant I was spending all of that time with Mariah. Mariah basically, my dad not only gained one child with me during those times, he gained two because Mariah was like, not even exaggerating, like quite literally lived at the house with me yeah, constantly. Which like, Bill, if you're listening, I mean, thanks. (laughs) He never, he never said anything. Like he was just like, like it was just excited. My dad would always be like, why doesn't Erica come here? And I'm like, uh, cause Bill goes to bed early <laughs> and like, well, I think the, the thinking was like, I didn't, I was a shady teenager and I'm like, well, I don't want to just like hang out with my dad. And, but if I'm there with you, then I'm still technically spending time with him. Right. But I'm hanging out with you. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it was that too. And like my house was like a little bit more chaotic. I would like, I would literally go home sometimes to shower and like, I feel like I maybe ate a little bit at my dad's house. Or you like repacked clothes or like you would go home, get ready or something at my house. But then like, yeah, most of the time was with you. So, so going back to that, I may have, I mean, I did definitely go to my dad's house to poop more often, but I may have pooped at your dad's house, but like only if it was a surrounding a shower or if I was pretending to shower. Or like there but, was some reason where I was busy doing something else on the opposite side of the house, I'm sure. <laughs> opposite side and level. Like yeah, you were yeah. on the same floor as me. <laughs> and you couldn't like need to come, potentially need to come into the bathroom like 10 minutes later because. Yeah. No. Yep. So that's, yeah, I think that goes back to like pooping at a boyfriend's house or like pooping on a date or something. It's like if the bath, so there's like a checklist of things that I would have to do. Like, does the door lock? (laughs) Is it a reliable lock? 
is somebody going to try to like jump in the shower with me? So is how long it? though for you to get comfortable to do that? I, I can't answer that because I don't think that I'm there. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I was, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think that I'm like right now in my relationship, I'm comfortable enough to say like, Hey, I have to like go. So we use code a little bit. So mm-hmm. like I can pee with the door open, like whatever, like he can be standing in there when I'm peeing, like that's fine. But our code for like needing to poop is I have to use the restroom. <laughs> so Classic. it's not like him going to the bathroom. It's like, no, I'm going to use the restroom. <laughs> and like that's. Did you code. agree upon that? Or you just it it understood? Happened. It just happened. I'm not really sure how it happened, but like, I was like, okay, I think when he says that he means he has to poop. And then like, he doesn't care as much as I do. So he would just like, I mean, at this point he poops with the door open, like whatever. And I don't care. Like it's totally, and he, I don't think that he would care either. Like he would probably be like, what are you doing? In there? <laughs> like it totally would not bother him or like, <laughs> I like going back to that Dutch oven story that you're telling about like I think that that would totally be something that would happen is just like again my own insecurities but I will say like hey I have to go to the restroom are you going to leave me alone like can you promise to leave me alone for the next 10 minutes and that's where my comfort level is which I would say is a huge improvement I uh, you know, honestly, okay, so Rob and I have been dating since 2013, so that's what, seven years now? Um, and I'm still not there. I'm, I'm like, the same way. Like, I'm, you know, I have to go to the bathroom, or but if I have to pee, I'll be like, I gotta go pee. Or other than, like, right. I have to go to the bathroom. Or, like, I'm having stomach problems. <laughs> Yeah, like I can like hint to it. Of course, it's not him. It's just me. <laughs> what about him with you, though? Is he? Yeah, I think. The door it, open? No, I wonder if like I were to initiate and like start being more comfortable and like talking about it more. Like if he would, I don't know if it's like starting with me or if he also has like weird boundaries like I do. He talks about it more or like refers to it more but like still we don't have like open conversations about our poop. <laughs> All right, side note to your Rob, I'm going to need some feedback on this after you listen to this episode and I want to know if anything's changed. Um, but I do think that there is a huge level to that of like what precedence the dude sense sense um sets so like my rob will poop with the door open and like does not care whatsoever doesn't care so i think that that's helped my level of comfortability i don't know he lets me pick on him for doing gross things so like i'll be like jesus christ you couldn't have used a different bathroom or like (laughs) oh my god it stinks in there and like he laughs that i'm picking on him where as if I think, like, if he was embarrassed by that, by me picking on him, I, I would be more embarrassed. Yeah, and I think that sets, like, a foundation for, it's like a safety, like, you feel more safe, because yeah. he doesn't care, and it's not that, like, he doesn't care about his own, but he cares about yours, like, it's just, there's that openness there. But I also, like, I think that he would be completely fine if I would, like, poop with the door open, or, like, come in while he was taking a shower and, like, go to the bathroom, 
use the restroom. But um, <laughs> I think that it's like my own, like, oh, we need to use our imagination a little bit. <laughs> let's yeah. not, God, and let's that's not like, unfold all of it. <laughs> that's kind of my thing is like, I don't, if it was like a really important thing, I think I could get there. But I just, it's just not like, I don't know, that doesn't seem that important to me. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to talk now that we're talking about men with like our level of comfortability um we have previous talked previously talked about like poop fetishes and stuff but I came across (gasps) a conversation that like somebody posted in another group and I wanted to like ask how I mean I know how both of us would handle this probably but I kind of want to ask our listeners but also just like throw it out there that this exists and maybe we should like tone our anxiety down a little bit because it's fine (laughs) so this girl posted she was like I just woke up and this guy has a poop fetish um I'm wondering if you guys have ever had this problem but the conversation proceeds as follows He said, can I see your poo, please, or something? And she responds, I just woke up. Give me a minute. Damn. Which, first of all, I'm like, well, well, okay. So, like, maybe you're a little bit okay with this because you responded, like, give me a second. Yeah. I'm like, that's not a no. No. But anyway, so then he says, can you play with yourself while pooping? Insert drool emoji. Hurry, baby. I can't hold my cum any longer. What? And then she proceeds to say how am I supposed to do that with how am I supposed to take a video while doing that and he says over a bowl on your bed where you, where you prop <gasps> your phone up on the stand so your ass and feet are showing I want to have your poo poo platter make sure you empty that ass out don't stop till you drop your first poo keep going till you can't poo any longer but hurry because I want to come and this is just like her first time finding this out I don't know I mean it seems like she's like yeah her responses are weird to me that she's like well I'm not saying yes, but I'm not saying no, basically. And she's like, well, how do I do that? But then he goes into, like, serious depth. So, like, ugh, I, I mean, I guess it's a good thing to find out in the beginning of a relationship. Or, like, it sounds like these guys probably just met on, like, Tinder or something. And they're just finding out about each other, whatever. But what happens if you're in a relationship with somebody for, like, two years and then you find that out? First of all, if you're, like, really into something and it's, like, really important to you to – First of all, I think if you if you have like a fetish of some sort, that's like really important. No matter what it is, it's really important to disclose because long term, that's something that you need to be like satisfied in your relationship. So God, I hope people aren't waiting two years or like a long time to disclose those things. I want to be careful with fetish shaming because like I want, you know, people are into things that they're into and like sometimes you can't actually I don't even know if you can control it or not like I assume not and if you are into something then there's probably someone else out there who's also into it that's why it's important to disclose that kind of thing I think it's a weird this conversation that you just shared is like I have so many questions because I'm like so it seems like they've never talked about this before but it also seems like he kind of sprung it on her like he was already like fantasizing about it and he was right. already turned on. And then he's like, hey, I need you to do this thing for, like, that's where, and then it puts her in a weird position where she's like, 
I don't want to shame you. I don't want to be like a (laughs) a negative Nancy when you're like got a boner on. But also like I got questions. (laughs) Right. That's the thing. Like no, we're like we're totally not fetish shaming at all. Just bringing it to people's attention that like some things are a little bit much for some people. Like that would be a little bit much for me to. That would be a lot much for me. You do oh, yeah, you, a lot, a lot. but that's why it's important to have those conversations and not just right. bring them like, on people. But how do you do that? So like this kind of goes back to our first episode of like, if you were the woman on the receiving end of a message like that, like how do you not want to be like a total bitch? Or like, if you are into that, like, how do you determine if he's joking? Like, right. And like, so a lot of players. My friend, Abby, who we will have on at some point, because she has some um, really good stories kind of in this area. But uh, she was like briefly talking to a guy who had a foot foot fetish, which I think in the grand scheme of things is not super weird. And I think if I was dating a guy who had a foot fetish, like that would be the least of my worries. Like I would. Yeah, I know for you, that's a that's a deal breaker. But for me, I'd be like, I guess, like, I don't know, that's, of all the things, that's, like, very minimal work for me, and I think he was very mature in the way that he brought it up, and we, whenever she comes on, we can ask her about it, if it makes sense, but uh, he was basically just, like, hey, just so you know, like, you know, this is something I'm into, if you're comfortable with that, blah, 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 and she just asked him questions. She was, like, okay, let's talk about it. What about this? What, in particular, is attracted to you? Like, how do you like, what kind of photos do you like? What in person? Like, what kind of things do you like? And, like, so it ended up being, like, a pretty natural conversation that way. Um, I imagine, I feel like if I had a poop fetish, I would be really skittish to bring it up to people because I imagine there's a lot of girl, especially if you're a dude, because I imagine a lot of girls would be very, like, oh, including me. Be like, oh, <laughs> no. Right, and, like, run and tell all of your friends and talk about it on a podcast. <laughs> don't worry but we're not be, shaming you <laughs> but we're not shaming you yeah it's like oh I'm sorry I'm really sorry I'm like I want people to be into whatever they're into and to feel really confident in that but again like you have to be able to talk about it and like find people that are mutual with you on that right and you have to understand that that although like in society today like we're trying to make like everything a little bit more like acceptable and like mainstream and stuff like you have to understand that like even like some animals like aside from the human species species are like would find that not normal (laughs) so it's it's like it's a touchy subject as far as um like will that ever be normalized or will that ever not be shamed like we all obviously want anybody to feel welcome here but that might be something that's always going to have to come with like a hey here's something about me well and I think I think it's like not everyone has to be into it or accept it but we do need to take a beat and not immediately be like no what the fuck get the fuck out of here never talk to me you know what I mean like completely like shut them down I think there is a way to be like I'm not sure about this. You know, you can at least be like, can we talk about this? Can I get more information? I'm going to be honest. I don't know if I'm the, you know, the right person to be able to totally. fulfill this, blah, blah, blah. There, that's <laughs> different. Like you can still like hold your ground. Yeah. Like this guy's approach to be like, 
yo, get on your bed with a bull, but hurry up because I'm going to come. Like that's a little bit. uh, Also. That's aggressive with anything. That's aggressive with just like, hey, can I get a tip pick? Like, hurry up. Just his approach was cringy, which I make, I think made me like really super skeeved. I mean, I'm skeeved out either way. It's it's totally not something that I'm into. I mean, I've clearly talked about my poop anxiety. Well, and so to (laughs) pile on. I can't, I think I told you the story. I've heard this a couple different places. And at this point I'm like, is this real? Is this a myth? Like, is this like something that's been passed around? Cause I've, I've seen it in a couple different places, but there's that story about the guy who is the poop fetish and he like meets girls on apps or, you know, whatever, like websites or, you know, whatever he meets girls. He asks them to come to his place, like for a first or second date, he like cooks them dinner. He's like super charming, blah, blah, blah. And then the girl, like suddenly feels like she has to poop and so she's like um i need to use your restroom like where is that and he's like oh one second i just need to clean it up real quick and he uh go and then she goes to the bathroom and like the toilet won't open and uh and there's like no nothing that she can do and she ends up like shitting her pants and then the guy's like oh and she so she has to be like all embarrassed and shameful and be like oh my god i don't even know what happened like like i don't know what to do i just like shit my pants and then he's like oh oh my god don't worry don't worry i'll take care of it let's just throw this in the wash and then he goes and like jerks off to it and turns out turns out he put laxatives in their food Ugh. that's I feel like that's so much psychologically deeper like that's problematic on a lot of levels yeah we need a professional for that okay. can you imagine me with my poop issues <laughs> I would be like okay how do I kill this man I know. so they never oh. find out how do I kill this man in my shit pants so that nobody can ever talk about this i think actually the story is not that the toilet won't open it's that he disappears for like 10 or 15 minutes to the point where like she can't hold it anymore and i was just thinking like damn i probably would have left i would rather go shit in an alley oh yeah 100 percent. uh-huh yeah and then like just pretend to be like so trash that like you just pooped in the street or I, you know, I would probably be so embarrassed that I would never talk to him again anyway. So then I would just disappear out of his life. On that note, guys, <laughs> thank you for listening to our poop stories. Um, we also love hearing poop stories. So if you have any for us, let us know because clearly this is a important part of our life. You can find us on Instagram at like honestly pod. I always want to say dot com at the end, and I don't know why, but it's not. It's just One at. Thing. It's at like honestly pod. Uh, send us a message. Tell us about your poop stories. What embarrassing poop stories do you have? How comfortable are you pooping with your significant other? Do you or your significant other have a poop fetish? But most importantly, share this episode with your friends. Talk about it. Laugh at us. Quote Hashtag us. Normalize the poo. Free the poo. <laughs> uh, and then give us a give us a review on iTunes. Hit us up next week on Like Honestly. Thanks, guys. Bye.